and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast, our midweek version. And uh, we are blessed. We are very, very blessed and very fortunate on this day with the uh, swirl of the news being what it is to be able to be joined straight from hell, straight from hell, yes. by Little Rush. Little Rush. Now, de- you've been dead since what, February? Is that February right? the 17th of 2021, folks. Greetings, right, so and, uh, greetings and salutations from the little DEVIL network. Live in hell, it is Little Rush having more fun than a satanic angel should have. Delighted you have joined us across the the, the inflamed plane, folks. Delighted to be with you in 2022. Are my reruns still on the iHeart radio stations, folks? I don't know. They still have me on there, don't they? I, I, I don't think you've lasted as long as people kind of kind of thought you would let me uh let me ask you are you are you happy that you at least lived long enough to see the attempted destruction of the united states government on january 6th you did live long enough to see that i mean Uh, as i was looking and trying to prepare the stack of stuff uh i was saying yes we're coming upon the day that Ashley Babbitt was murdered, a day that we should never forget, Ashley Babbitt Memorial Day is coming up tomorrow. It is when the jack-booted thugs, folks, led by Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., uh, crushed the life of a patriot and a fantastic woman and a mother of 12, folks. He Ashley, wasn't even president yet. Wait a minute. What? What? You are you are trying to obfuscate the truth. Uh, Ashley Babbitt was murdered in cold blood by Kamala Harris and uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Right by the jackbooted thugs, which I warned for many years about. Yes, I understand there was a, a bunch of secret meetings at the Willard Hotel yes. on how to how to get her murdered. That, that's that the is story, exactly right, and I, yeah. I think that's what we need to look into. I think Jim Jordan. Who is a great Matt Gates? Some of these people have been looking into this, and uh, they, the the administration has been uh, stonewalling them, as the murder of Ashley Babbitt has been uh, covered up by this administration, folks. Yeah. Uh, wow. What are you going to um, be doing to memorialize to commemorate Ashley Babbitt Memorial Day, folks? Uh, I ask the questions. You, you you answer the questions here, Little Rush. I'll tell you what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be masturbating some of her old photos. That's how I've decided really? to honor her memory wow. here in hell. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to the, to, to the reason that we uh, wanted to grab you for today. On Tuesday, Sean Hannity, uh, it was revealed, was uh, texting and messaging the daylights out of uh, the president and Mark Meadows, and is being, I think, um, unfortunately characterized as, quote, having been on the right side, warning against the violence, saying yes. it would backfire, yes. wanting to make sure that there wouldn't be mass resignations in the Justice Department. This is not going to work out as well as as you think it is. It's not happening the way we want. And the House committee wants to speak to him. They're just yes. asking to speak to him. 
No, nothing about his radio show, nothing about his TV show. It is not a First Amendment uh, case here. It's not executive privilege. Uh, Hannity wasn't an actual member of the the uh, government, was he? I, ca I can't recall anymore because well, he, he might as well have been. Oh, wait a minute! Yeah. I, a little truth coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what? What's your What's your take? I, I mean, he's the only person I can think of who is as close to being as powerful and influential. Yes. As uh, you were. And I, I know the two of you on the surface appeared to complement each other and and kind of support each other. Um, but now you can tell the truth. One, uh, what do you think of Sean Hannity now? Two, did you ever really like him? Three, uh, should he have to testify and tell the truth about what he really knows? And uh, four, do you wish he was dead instead of you? Uh, yes, let's start with that last question. I don't understand how I'm dead, and Sean Hannity is still... Uh, he, folks, eh, it's it's much easier to tell the truth now. It, it, eh. uh, Sean Hannity is, was, and always will be a piece of shit. I don't think there's any, any question. I don't think there's any mystery. I don't believe anybody's going to go, oh, that's shocking, little rush, as you would say. Always... A glad-handing, uh, uh, just a hero, making uh, middle-aged housewives in the Midwest wet. That is the appeal of this piece of shit. Well, for, let me ask you this, Little Rush. It was said yes. for years, yes. and I can't remember which direction was the correct one. It was that he believed everything he said, and you didn't. That's or right. you believed everything you were saying, and he didn't. The person... He in this case, who, who doesn't believe it is just doing cheap entertainment to make money. So did you believe your shit or does he believe his shit? He believes his shit. Did. I never believed my shit. That's he why I'm fought. here in hell. He's coming to hell. He's going to have an even worse time in hell than you talk about the sodomy that I've had to endure since February the 17th. He's going to get way more sodomized, folks. Uh, I And I was not aware of this, you know. He, he split with the wife uh, about a year and a half, two years ago. Do, do you know this? Really? No, I did not. I did you not didn't know. know. He, 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 I, I, I'm breaking some. So he really is copying you. <laughs> <laughs> He's banging. He and Ainsley Earhart are together. True really? story. Yeah, absolutely. So she's absolutely. the blonde on the uh, uh, sitting in the couch in the morning. She, she's the only one I can think of who's more brainless than that piece of shit is. I can't imagine it. Having sex with Sean Hannity, the disassociation where her mind must go. I don't know if she goes to It's a Small World or, or where she had Disney World or something when he's banging away, talking about how good he looks, trying to keep well, his hair in place. Well, you know what he says every time he gets started. He goes, uh, let my dick not be troubled. That's exactly that's what, what he, he says, says, folks. Yeah. He, yeah. he also says, I don't believe in science except for Cialis. <laughs> Doesn't believe in that vaccine, <laughs> but goddamn, he'll pop a pill and get a boner. Oh, right. And, oh. and, and who came up with Viagra? That's yeah. Pfizer, right? That's Isn't exactly that? right, folks. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I believe what was happening uh, January the 5th and the 6th, and you see the texts from... Sean Hannity, who is, again, I would like to just reassert an absolute piece of human shit. Uh, he's texting Mark, blah, blah, blah. Don't let this happen. Blah, blah, blah. I think he was trying to get in Ivanka's pants. Was really <laughs> the ultimate. Think so. I think that I was know. what was happening, folks. 
and he felt like somehow Mark Meadows or someone was it. And now, honestly, I'm glad to see he's got that rather stupid tit and a ringer. And I hope uh, the you would think this not be a take that I would have. Well, but if, well, what if do you think general- of the fact that Dick Cheney's daughter? You yes. were good friends with Dick Cheney. That's right. You love Dick Cheney. You went yes. hunting with Dick Cheney. Yes. You, you were everything with, and now his daughter has has really left the reservation. I mean, now she this is, is on the other team now. Isn't this is she? the daughter. Well, and his other daughter's on the other team as well, folks. <laughs> now this is Liz, not Les, right? This is the that's the daughter. We is Liz. that? Am I right? Is that correct? Yes, it's Liz. This is Liz. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I, I hope. Look, it's going to be an interesting take. Folks are going to hate me for it. I don't care. I'm in hell. I've got nothing to lose. I I would like to see that committee just drag Sean Hannity all over this country, leave his gut splattered from Iowa to Florida, all the way over to California, up to May. I would like to see them mercilessly drag this man, folks. I would like to see this man behind bars becoming somebody's bitch. That is what I hope for Sean Hannity. When all is said and done, and if uh, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger and, and whoever else is involved can get it done, I would be eternally grateful from my perch here in hell. Hmm. That's amazing. I don't get, I don't get the Attila the, uh, the Hun chair in hell because Attila the Hun has it. The real I, one. What happened to the warm, lovable fuzzball? You know, that you used to characterize yourself as was that a fake too? Well, you you spend about three hundred and forty days in hell. See how you do. <laughs> Warm, lovable mm. fuzzball, my ass. I can finally tell the truth about that piece of shit, Sean Hannity, glad handing, ass kissing. My God, I, I I don't think Rupert Murdoch has an ounce of blood left in his ass from all the sucking that Sean Hannity <laughs> did over the course of twenty five years. That's part of why Rupert Murdoch looks so wrinkled, folks, is that Sean Hannity sucked his ass so hard, all of these wrinkles formed up top. <laughs> you don't see that in succession, do you? No, no you that's don't. Not a, no, you don't see that shit, do no. you? No. Well, Rush no, telling no, the no, truth no, no. from hell. Wow. Whoa, Rush, you're, you're, you're li- really li- – are, are you vaccinated, by the way? Did you, did you ever – I, I, I got, yeah, I absolutely 100% got vaccinated. I couldn't tell my audience about it. Because again, now that I'm truth telling here in hell, my, my audience was the dumbest bunch of fucks you'll ever find. Just a whole truckload of rubes. I mean, they, they don't have enough sense to wipe their asses. So I couldn't say that, hey, folks, I took the vaccine and, uh, you know, it, it, the cancer is going to get me. It doesn't matter. But I'm going to go ahead and take the vaccine. So, uh, you know, I, I, I died. Uh, February the 17th, I took a vaccine the day before because I felt this is very important. I talked it over with Catherine. That was the last wife, wasn't it? Was she the one that got all the money? I think so, yeah. 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 I said, look, I'm going to take the vaccine on February the 16th just so some little shit in a third world country can't get it. See, I, we, I, I thought I didn't know you'd go international. That I thought you would just be happy to know that that would be one less vaccine available for a black person in the United. Well, yeah, some some poor black kid on the south side yeah. of Chicago wouldn't get right. it. Right. But then I didn't take Johnson and Johnson. I think that's the ghetto vaccine, is it not, folks? I believe yeah. that is. Uh, yeah. So yes, I took the vaccine on February the sixteenth so that a black child couldn't have it. It was like the the Jesse Helms commercial. You wanted that vaccine. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jesse Helms, he's down here too. Yeah. Hey, I got Jesse's around here somewhere. I gotta, I gotta go. We're gonna play mahjong or pickleball later. Right. I'm not sure. One or the other. 
All right, Little Rush, it's a great to have you check in on on this very, very important uh, eve of an anniversary of a. Are, are you sad that uh, uh, Donald Trump won't be uh, down to close where you used to live, having a very important press conference? He decided that his press conference, which of course was never going to be a press conference in the first place, but yes. okay, for the sake of the argument, we'll yes. call it a press conference. But that he has decided um, the, uh, the the art of discretion suddenly has uh, dropped onto Donald Trump's head, and he's figured out it wouldn't be a good idea to rant about uh, January sixth on January sixth, while uh, most of the rational world is saying this was not a great day, or as you call it, Ashley Babbitt assassination Ashley, anniversary Ashley Babbitt day. Memorial yeah. Day, uh, folks, yeah. and, 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 yeah. and he's going to be doing the same thing I do. He'll just be getting some old pictures of Ashley Babbitt and jacking off to him. That's what he's going to be doing. He decided that was That's, a better use of his time. That better, the, the, see, there you go. The, see, people say, people say masturbation is a bad thing. It kept Donald Trump out of the spotlight for one day, folks. I mean, that's that's got to be worth something, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, any anything you, uh, you want to throw in? Anything about sports? I know you've always been possibly the the uh, most well informed football fan well, in it's, uh, the it's, the uh, country. The, it's good to see Ben Roethlisberger. You know, as a Steelers fan, lifelong Steelers fan, folks, uh, playing his last game at Heinz Field. And I'm glad that they uh, have forgotten all about him going down and, 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 and sexually harassing women in Georgia. I'm glad that that's gone by putting the Super Bowl ring on his cock and running around and chasing women. I'm glad that that is no longer in the national ether and being talked about. Finally, he has avoided cancel culture. He is going out a winner, folks. And he did uh, shaking the hands and hugging people at Heinz Field on a Sunday night. Big victory over the Cleveland Browns. Mm, okay. All right, Little Rush. You uh, you take care. We'll we'll check in with you uh, soon enough here. Maybe before the Super Bowl, or or um, maybe even before that, which is not that far off. Okay. That's exactly and by the way, right. little, little Rush, if you want to come come to my house, I have a Super Bowl party every year. Uh, Britt and John the Catholic and uh, and Pete Bunch, we all get together. We do it every year. You are invited if you can get here. If you can take a take a, an Uber from hell or something, however you might get here. The Uber from hell. Well, you know, I, I normally would say no and pass on your stupid-ass party, but I hear that chili that John the Catholic makes is just to die for. It's pretty good. And since it's I'm already good. dead, I don't have to worry about that. So, yes, I, I'll I'll punch right. it in. I believe that's going to be the day before uh, Valentine's Day. I believe it's when the Super Bowl is going to be this year. Is it really that far off? It's, it's that, that far off, That far yeah. into February? Because they have wow. the seven, you know, the seventeen game schedule, folks. That's yeah. uh, that's been the big. A lot of people don't know that. I'm the first one to point it out because I know more about sports than anyone. You, you, you always did, and I remember you were probably the first sports victim of cancel culture when they Look, took you off the NFL broadcast instantly what, for what speaking the truth many years ago. I do remember that, and I feel bad about it to this very day. What do you think of those two yahoos, uh, Peyton and Eli, basically ripping me off, folks? I I did what they did 18, yeah. 19 years ago, right? Oh, you mean you mean come completely unprepared and just speaking off the top of their head? Except they played the game and they know what the hell they're talking about. That yes. you talk about those yes. two guys. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly those, right, those folks. Guys, both both MVPs of the league. I mean, both again, Hall I'm, of Famers. Eli, will get into both of them. Those two. Yeah, I'm okay. always uh, I'm always glad to see wide foreheaded Aryans getting work on ESPN, but still, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, it, <laughs> I invented it, I did it, I pioneered it as I did. pioneered everything. 
Right, right. Okay. What about John Madden? John, John, John Madden. Madden was kind of a, a, a rush like figure without the political baggage in a way. Exactly he, had, right. he had your showmanship, except again, it was somebody who had actual knowledge of the game. Didn't just talk off the top of his head and pull it out of his ass. He knew what he was saying. A beloved figure and a well-known conservative for many, many years. Uh, you know, <laughs> just um, people no, are, you, you don't know people, that you people are serving it. tributes to him. Of course, John Madden loved Donald Trump, the Donaldus <laughs> Magnus, just the way that we did folks and it's all good right. to see the media not shit on somebody for get, once get, get rid of him all right the, the, the pull a plug thank you How about no rush good to talk to you. wow wow Whew. he's he's all actually right. coming to the super bowl party he's gonna be there he's holy be shit there. well you cancel me i don't know you're gonna bring you know what he'll bring in the cigars you know <laughs> which you'll have to smoke outside because we don't have people smoke we don't do that no for yeah. god's sake yeah. all right um, we have some other things to uh, take care of. I, I do have a, a, a mini list. I have a mini list here. Are, are you interested? Certainly. Yeah. Um, who, uh, whose fault is it? The Jews <laughs> or the French solution? The French oh. solution. You know, as much as I like to, to go for the Jews, let's do the French solution first. Mm, okay. Uh, two, two French stories here. Number one, the uh, president of France finally, finally doing what we've always wanted someone in public office to do about the anti-vaxxers. He's saying it. Here it is. Make people who aren't yet vaccinated pissed off. Quote from French President Emmanuel Macron, the unvaccinated, I really want to piss them off. And so we are going to continue to do so until the end. That is the strategy. That was an interview um, with a French newspaper cited by Reuters News Service. His language has been translated a couple different ways. The BBC quotes him as saying he wants to, quote, hassle the unvaccinated rather than piss them off. There's a big difference there. The Associated Press is going with bug them or rile them up. The uh, French word is amender, E-M-M-E-R-D-E-R, amender, which uh, comes from the uh, root word that means crap or shit. So however you translate it, it's considered, uh, this says vulgar, I say fantastic. Now, is he, already, is he already backing off from this, or is he doubling down? Is he saying, yeah, no, I said Macron's it. rivals were quick to pounce on it. The uh, far-right leader, Marine Le Pen, who, yeah. you know, she's just dreadful. She okay, is. Boy, you talk, about, you talk about a fucking wart that they can't seem yeah. to just excise. She, she's been in every election or talked about since we were children. That's true. And she never wins. That's true. You just see her name all the time. Uh He's unworthy of the office, says Marine Le Pen. Oh, fuck you. And some also <laughs> criticized the idea he was conveying. Because, you know, they've got all kinds of rules about you can't enter restaurants, you can't go to movie, th- you can't do anything. And Macron says, ready? You're not going to be able to go to any restaurant anymore. You won't be able to be able to down one. You won't be able to have a coffee, go to the theater, the cinema. And uh, so far, he's not backing down. But it's not a law. 
But just the fact that he would say it, and I know you're not supposed to do that. That's not going to help. You're not going to convince anybody, blah, blah. But you know what? We all have been saying this of among course. ourselves for months. They've for been a, coddling for, these for people. Years. They've been right. coddling these unvaccinated people. And it was a year ago that people were starting to like hear about a vaccine. They're like, when can I get it? Can I get it on the phone? People were on the phone for days and hours trying to get this thing. And now these assholes are still like, eh, I'm not sure. I don't think I should get it. I don't know what's in it. Yeah, you're right. He just said what everybody was thinking. There's right. no question. And, and, it, and uh, because you brought that up, and uh, because I actually spent some time preparing today, uh, I decided to uh, make sure I knew just what the reaction was in the United States when it was announced there was a polio vaccine. So how did they do it? Okay. On April 12, 1955, there was what was anticipated to be a speech that would be given at the University of Michigan by an epidemiologist named Thomas Francis Jr. He was going to speak for 90 minutes, and he put it right out there that they got it done. Now, this is the the, the interesting part, and people went nuts. They were dancing in the streets. I mean, it was like a, a huge moment in American history. But this is what really uh, nails it here. He said at the time that the polio vaccine which, you know, this is the Jonas Salk vaccine, would be 60 to 70% effective against the most prevalent polio uh, virus of the day, 60 to 70%, which is really pretty good for a vaccine, but it's not close to what the COVID vaccines were, right? Even the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was was in, what, the, the high 80s? It was. You know, the, the other two were in the 90s. This one was sick in the 60s and people were thrilled by it it would be 90 percent effective against a less common strain of the uh, polio virus but for some reason back then back when america was great if i can right. use the phrase right. that's all right people were thrilled that there would be that kind of protection but now and by the way and and, and you know, the resistance to getting it was way, way, way less than what we've seen now. Yeah, there have always been people in the country. Well, yeah. But now we've had vaccines that are so much better, and we have boosters that uh, kind of really help people. But that's not good enough. And with breakthrough cases, now they really have their excuse, right? That's it. I mean, how many times now? I heard it this morning on Fox. That yeah. fucking bitch Kennedy. Boy, she a pain in the ass. What a, yes. Just, speaking oh of people gosh. that won't go away, speaking of cancers well, that can't be yes. excised. Yes. What, what, what was she on? The original MTV? What 30, the it's been 35 years of bullshit yeah. from her. Okay. Who decided she knew anything besides here's Madonna's next song? That's Who decided exactly right. that? And barely that. that. But, but anyway, she went through every false stereotype and trope because, um, you know, she's gotten. Uh, uh, infected twice, but she's been vaccinated and her kids have gotten sick and they're vaccinated. So therefore it doesn't work. And they lied to us about it. They lied. They said that this wouldn't yeah. happen. Yeah, and, that's a lie. That, and and so here we are. And the, the real numbers that matter, of course, are that the people who are vaccinated, certainly with the third shot, um, 
your chances of dying are infinitesimally small. They're, they're, they're smaller than if you get in your car and drive to the store, probably, right? Yeah. You're more likely to get killed in a car accident. Doesn't it's matter. Right. It's about right. Um, but, you know, we, we have this, this, this dug-in political bullshit um, to, to, uh, to harken back to the fact that it's official. Joe Biden lied. Because back in what was it, July, June, right before the Fourth of July, right? right? He said, "We we see it. We can celebrate the Fourth of July, and 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 we've got it." And of course, that was before the Delta strain, certainly before uh, Omicron. Omicron. But yeah. because because where we are now is where we are now, it's official. Joe Biden lied. He just lied. Um, but going back to the polio thing, there were people who were skeptics, but they didn't have the avenues of disinformation that are available today. I mean, they don't have there was no Facebook back then to spread the bullshit and no Instagram and no Reddit and all this other horse shit to spread, well, spread the misinformation and disinformation. The, yes, that's correct. But a, uh, a bad idea has had the ability to spread anywhere and everywhere, you know, for thousands of years. Okay. It's so much so, easier. Look, it's so all, much easier now. All afternoon and evening, church bells rang out across America. People flooded into the streets, kissing and embracing, parents hugging their kids with joy and relief. Jonas Salk became an instant national hero as opposed to getting death threats like, say, Dr. Fauci. Okay. And we don't even know the names of the people, the scientists who came up with the Corona, you know, occasionally you see them and they're interviewed quickly and they're, they're sent off. Yeah. The BioNTech guy had a big deal, had a lot to do with it. Right. Right. Uh, of course the president had Salk to the white house. He got the congressional gold medal of honor later Jeez. awarded to Rush Limbaugh by <laughs> Donald Trump. Yes. The State of the Union. Remember that? Oh yeah. my God. See, that would be oh, another right. thing like that's another in your face thing that Biden doesn't do. Biden should have a ceremony and give Fauci the, the Medal of Honor. Because you remember, like right in the middle of the Iraq war when shit was that's falling apart, Bush, Bush, Bush would have you remember they would they would have all the when the Iraq war was had imploded, Bush would have these people and give them gold medals like Paul Bremer and, and people like that. He'd yeah, give them well, fucking right. Didn't he give one to doesn't Rump, didn't Rumsfeld? I get think one? Rumsfeld he got Rumsfeld. one. I don't know if Wolfowitz got one, but you know, every, everybody who was involved. Well, damn it, he should have. If he didn't, he should <laughs> I know Paul Bremer got one and Paul Bremer fucked it up as bad as anybody you can name. So yeah, for sure. That's what, uh, that would be something that that Joe Biden should do. But again, we're talking about the in-your-face shit and like the stuff that Macron said that you you'd like to do, but you can't do. You can't do that stuff. It's not right. helpful because you right. always. But that's the thing is you always there always seems to be this. You have to coddle these people. These people who are vaccine hesitant. You have to be very. No, no, don't disrespect them. No, 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 don't minimize them. But I'm sorry. At some point in time. All they do is talk around and go around and talk shit about people all the time, but they're so sensitive when it comes to their own vaccine hesitancy. It's it's just it's mind-boggling. Yeah, well, you minimize yourself. We're not of course you do. You. You've minimized yourself. Uh, I, I, one more little nugget here about the Salk uh, vaccine and the follow-up to it. Of course, he uh, went on the uh, program hosted by the most famous newsman of the day, the great Edward R. Murrow. Yeah. Uh, who's most famous for having a street named after him in Greensboro, North Carolina, as you know. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, that's that's the, his most famous. Uh, anyway, he goes on uh, with Murrow, Salk does, and Murrow asks Jonas Salk, who owns the patent to the uh, vaccine? 
And Salk's answer was, the people. There is no patent. Could you patent the sun? Okay, well, we're in a different world now, aren't we? It sounds like like socialism to me, folks. Those are the words of socialists, the people. Right. Well, it, that's right. Just like in China. Look what in the days that followed, yeah, school kids yeah. were instructed by their teachers to write thank you notes to Salk. Universities yes. lined up to give him honorary degrees. Millions of American doctors, nurses and parents got down to the serious business of vaccinating their children against polio using a shot that they'd been anticipating for 17 years. We didn't even have to wait 17 months. We barely had to wait 17 weeks for the announcement that there was going to be a vaccine. And yet... But it's not good enough. It's not. Here it's, we, are. We, we can't save some people. There's yeah. some people who can't and, be and, saved. And, and the, the other thing is now, not only did uh, Joe Biden lie and say that, that he could tame this virus, um, but he went out of his way to uh, let people know that uh, even though he didn't, invent the vaccine that he was going to put together an organized group of professionals to get this done blah 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 and he didn't because it's still around and you can still get it so there's so much language that they use they still call it you know they, they harp on the idea it's an experimental vaccine and all this shit they try to say all this stuff about how many people have been killed by the vaccine that's that's some, that's some there's some dumb shit. I mean, you you literally I, I've said this. You literally driving down the freeway or interstate, whatever you want to call it, depending on what area of the country you live in. If you're driving down the interstate, your chances of being hit by falling ice from an airplane are about the same as being killed by the COVID vaccine. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's just the the dumbest shit in in the history of the world. But the, the, the only thing that is is less likely, yeah, than you getting sick and dying from the vaccine itself is that within the next 50 years, the Cleveland Browns will win a Super Bowl. That's not going to happen. So that's, that's the only thing that that you can go. I feel like they're on the cusp. Absolute zero. I feel like they're on the cusp. You know, it's a really good, it's a really good roster. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait, I got to do now. uh, Whose fault is it? The Jews. Oh yeah. 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 Now you may have seen this story yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a guy who runs a tech company, founded it, named Dave Bateman, and he's from Utah. He's a tech entrepreneur, and, of course, he's a Republican fundraiser, and uh, he started off his message to state leaders in Utah and members of the tech industry, suggesting he had at least some inkling of how his message would be received. He knew that this was not going to be well-received. And he sent out an email ahead of time. He wrote that it was undeniable regarding the vaccine that there's a sadistic effort underway to euthanize the American people. I believe the Jews are behind this. I believe the pandemic and systematic extermination of billions of people will lead to an effort to consolidate all the countries in the world under a single flag with totalitarian rule. Mr. Payton also wrote... The weirdest thing was, I think he said it when they go, hey, what do you want for lunch? That was the response to that question. Mr. Bateman also wrote that Jews have, quote, been trying to infiltrate the Catholic Church for hundreds of years and put a Jewish leader as the head 
of the Catholic Church. Now, a Jewish Pope. Oh my God, that's Pope. That would be the most fantastic thing. Pope Moisha. Pope Weissman, how are you? It's so good to see you. And he says (laughs) that they had already accomplished this. They secretly got it done when Pope Francis was elected pope in 2013. He believes that Pope Francis is a Jew. Now, we do play this game occasionally, Jew or not a Jew. Jew. Pope Francis never came up on the uh, list of possibly a Jew. (laughs) All right, so the CEO of the company put out a statement, of course, saying they were highly offensive, and they ran him out of the company the same day, which would be a Tuesday, the Jewish Federation called it violent hyperbolic. The governor of Utah said, this is the worst thing I've ever heard. Irresponsible comments, hurtfully anti-Semitic, blatantly false. We completely reject them. And uh, Donald Trump said, hey, I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) He sent it in an email to a bunch of people. So it's like, at, at what point, I mean, even if you have those thoughts internally, and you go, eh, I'm just going to keep those thoughts to myself. No, you know what? I need to write those down somewhere. No, no, you know what? I need to send those out to some of the most powerful people I can possibly find. I mean, how, at what point, again, it's the stair step to hell. Hey, honey, could you proofread my Jew mail here? Because I got I got a thing here about them trying to kill all of us, and I want to make sure there's yeah. no typos or anything in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, let, let, let's, let's actually talk about something really that should be the first thing we talked about, but Little Rush gets in the way of any kind of serious Of course he does, bastard. Um, uh, This whole idea, and we've seen it now for for, five, six years, of Trump not just doing terrible things or saying terrible things, but telegraphing out loud the terrible things that he's going to do and daring you to stop him. I dare you to try to indict him. I dare you to try to prosecute him. I dare you to try to get after him. And part of his defense has always been, well, how could it be a crime? I said I was going to do it, which, of course, is no defense. But this is now to the millionth power regarding the plans ahead of January 6th from last year and the aftermath here, uh, because we have. Uh, people who are coming out, and I'm not talking about Steve Bannon even. Mm-hmm. He's bad enough. Or or Meadows, he's bad enough, the two who won't cooperate with the committee. But you have the ones who, who have cooperated, and you know, and the hints aren't just being dropped. They're being you know, rocketed out there that they know everything. It's just a question of putting the pieces together. Uh, and they've been able to do it by talking to just about everybody but those two. And now they're talking about bringing in Mike Pence. Uh, Mike Pence. Now, what's Mike Pence going to do? Is he going to say, I can't talk about this? You were part of the story, okay? You're as much part of the story as the Capitol Police oh, yeah. as, as anybody else. So he can't possibly say no when they invite him in. I mean, is he going to try to make them subpoena him to talk about the fact that he was uh, threatened with death by uh, people acting in the name of the president. Of I mean, I want you to I want United you to think States. about that. What, what Mike Pence has basically tried to 
deflect for a year now when somebody was trying to murder him. Like Donald right. Trump sent people to kill him. Right. And for the past year, Mike's been, ah, it's not that big a deal. It's just another right. day at the office. Right. 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 Um, I mean, think about that. And now the idea that he might continue to try to obfuscate or try to dodge or be clever by half or whatever in terms right. of not testifying or getting right. up there and saying, yeah, I wasn't that scared. Right. But uh, I'm, 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 I'm uh, uh, leading up to uh, what I saw last night, and uh, there's there's a bunch of uh, pieces on it in, in the usual suspect places that we frequent media item the rest. But we I, I watched it in real time yesterday in the six o'clock Eastern hour. And uh, this was on MSNBC, Ari Melber, and he did something. And uh, this is a sidebar media criticism, not just of him, but of a lot of people. Then I'll get back to the point, because, as you know, we're on a podcast. We don't have to ever get to our destination straight. We can get off at an exit and come right back on. Right. That's right. That's exactly right. Listen closely, people. Stop. Stop with the nebulous teases. Stop saying that. Coming up, we're going to have a very important guest to talk about blank. We're going to have a special person who say the name of the person. It, it won't hurt you. It no. will not damage you. It it's helps just you, annoying. It actually helps you. It helps Stop you. with the cheap cover-up teases that you do. All right. Now, back to Ari, who, by the mm -hmm. way, did that earlier in the hour. Usually it's not a good payoff when they do that, but this time it was because it was Peter Navarro, okay, the guy oh, yeah. who was the unqualified piece of shit that yeah. Trump had as his trade representative, but he started mouthing off about everything, right? Right. And he's already put it down in writing in a book, and he's happy to go around and talk about it. And he's also apparently already said these things to the committee. He's cooperating. He's not saying I won't talk. He's one of the 300 that have talked, but he's so nuts that he thinks that this is a win to go on television and to go on MSNBC instead of saying it on Fox, where it's like uh, you know, trees falling in the forest. Nobody's going to hear it except the same people. So he went on MSNBC <clears throat> and he went head to head with a guy who likes to fuck around a lot on his show, but when he gets serious, He's as good as anybody on television right now as an interviewer because right. he will come prepared and you will not fuck with him, Ari Melber. And he would not let Peter Navarro get away with bullshit. He wouldn't let him do it. And Navarro somehow thought that he had the law and reason and rationality on his side. And he described how their plan was all about just getting a bunch of members of Congress to say, no, uh, we don't accept what happened in the election and for Mike Pence to go along with it and not accept the electoral college numbers that would be put in front of him and cause enough chaos that this would get thrown back to the House of Representatives where supposedly, allegedly, you might have thought, that would have been a slam dunk win for Donald Trump because the numbers were, I think, 26 delegations are Republican, 24 are Democratic, and you get one vote per state. In other words, South Dakota gets one vote. California gets one vote. So Trump would win. Now, here's the problem. Liz Cheney, Liz Cheney was the sole member of the House of Representatives from Wyoming. 
Do you think that she would have gone along to peel back the election and elect Trump over the will of the people? Not from what we've heard her say for the last year. So it probably wouldn't have worked. But let's put aside the fact that the, the chaos would have been just just unmentionably horrible. And the constitutional crisis might have brought an end to the country as we know it. Uh, Peter Navarro, he's a certified crackpot, but he's a very articulate crackpot. So he'll keep talking and make you think that he thinks that what he's saying does have some facts behind it. But Ari Melber just slam dunked him over and over and over again. You have proposed an outright flat out coup. You stop it. Don't don't give us bullshit. You are proposing that there should have been a coup to keep Donald Trump installed as the president against the will of the American people as expressed in the vote and then confirmed in the electoral college, knowing full well that we were only 40,000 shifted votes away from Trump winning in the electoral college, but still losing the popular vote by seven million. Um so they're out there now saying this is what we plan to do. Uh, we're going to besmirch the memory of the Green Bay Packers and call this a Packer sweep, which uh, essentially was the mowing down of a defense by a brilliantly conceived run to the right. It's always to the right uh, by the Green Bay Packers running backs of the era. Donnie, uh, Donnie Anderson, Jim Taylor. Uh, people Paul, like that. Paul Horning. Uh, Paul Horning. Yeah. Um, and uh, they think that this is a, a legitimate way to either what sway public opinion or make you question, well, you know, maybe they had a point. Maybe they had some reason and uh, make it seem as if the fact that because the uh, the Trump phonies went around and got smacked down, you know, 60 times in court that that didn't matter because these courts just wouldn't look at the evidence. They were just saying you had no standing to be here. Get the fuck out. Well, that's not fair. That's not right. Mm -hmm. uh, that's like saying uh, when the referee makes a bad call in the stand uh, in, in a game, if someone, you know, in the cheap seats says uh, review that play and reverse it, the referee will say, you have no standing to tell me to reverse them. So no, the call stands. That's what he's saying. And it's of course, a bad analogy, but it, it, it kind of makes sense here um, that if the courts would have just not locked arms against Donald Trump and against truth and against the facts as we had them. And, you know, that could extend. He didn't say it, but remember what was going on. We had uh, Jewish space lasers put up by the Italians in a satellite. We had dead Venezuelan dictators, Hugo Chavez, apparently manipulating votes through uh, who knows how he did that all that 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 now doesn't get talked about notice that it's weird now it's just we just had solid evidence so i say you know good on on ari melber and it's a good damn thing that he was going to go on that network that he was the one that they had because it takes the mind of a trained lawyer sometimes to be able to bat back bullshit and twisted facts. So he's a lawyer and apparently was a very good one. Um, and he, he knew how to handle it. So that that's the combination of a journalist and, and lawyer that was uh, 
MVP, as opposed to Sean Hannity, who is a horrible combination of uh, talk show host and uh, presidential advisor. That's a, that's kind of a deadly combination. I, by I the just way, don't, by yeah. the way, good on everybody. Good on everybody for now uh, calling Sean Hannity a host. You notice that they're using uh-huh. the word host because there are too many people. And by the way, Rachel Maddow guilty of this. She's called. She calls herself an anchor person. Okay, I'm anchoring the nine o'clock. Bullshit. You no. You're a talk show host. You you you're an opinion jock. Stop it. You're not Cronkite. You're not Chancellor. You're not Howard K. Smith. You're not David Muir. You're Rachel Maddow. There's nothing wrong with that. But stop using the word anchor. Stop using the word journalist because you're not doing journalism. You're you know, you're you're using the techniques. But it's different. It's not the same. And in the case of Sean Hannity, that total Fox audience, much of it is completely confused because they think that Tucker Carlson is the 8 o'clock anchor. Sean Hannity is the 9 o'clock anchor man. And I know that language doesn't mean anything until it means something, but I think it means something here. And Hannity doesn't doesn't even deserve the use of the word host, okay? It should just be hack. Okay, he's insulting the word host. Betty White was a host on a show 60 years ago. Peter Marshall was a host. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's right. Right, Um, right, right. I I just I'm I'm I don't want to get my hopes up about the Sean Hannity stuff because I would like (laughs) to see him again. It's Lucy in the football. I would like to see this guy taken down like the clown that he is. Obviously, he was part of this and he's part of and he needs to kind of come forward and say what he knows because there are certain things in those texts. But then, you know, he gets his stupid ass lawyer to go, I don't know, we got some First Amendment issues here. All of a sudden, these are freedom of the press guys, right? All no, of a sudden, these that, no that's way. what they're going to go with, those yeah, fuckers. No way. There's no way. And uh, the committee, very smart, they, they anticipated that. Um, and they went out of their way to say that this has nothing to do with his radio show, his television show, or his political opinions. That's right. Only, so, uh, again, is that going to stop Hannity's lawyers the Fox lawyers from making a false charge of infringement on first amendment rights. It won't stop them because all they're into is delaying, right? They just want to delay everything as long as they can. So they'll probably do it. So it's going to be a, and by the way, I wouldn't even put it out of the realm of possibility and, and, and put this on the calendar under, Brad said something that's so stupid, you don't even want to discuss it. Here it is. Ready? Remember there was, and I can't remember when this this came up, there was an attempt to call, and I think Trump said this, it was full 100% blanket immunity for everyone, for everything that they ever said to me anywhere at any time. Remember he he called, there was some kind of of, of, uh, uh, phrase for it. So I can see where the uh, hypocrite that Hannity is and that his lawyers are and that his defenders will be as not only falsely trying to invoke some kind of First Amendment abridgment here when the committee is trying to get to him and have him explain exactly what he meant and what he was thinking and uh, what he knew that was the basis for those texts. But then on the other side, they will falsely, completely pulling out of their ass something that's so stupid, I can't believe I'm going to say it here, 
You ready? Executive privilege with Sean Hannity. Now, Sean Hannity did, hang on, Sean Hannity did not work for the government. Sean Hannity, right? This has nothing to do with any executive. This is so far, it's it's like, again, I always like to bring this up. This is as, as ridiculous as saying, oh, Britt, I just got a call. The Raiders want you to start a quarterback this Sunday. Okay. <laughs> it shouldn't happen. It didn't happen. And there's no validity to it. And there's no such thing as as executive privilege. And and again, remember, no, I'm not even going to finish the sentence, which means I'll finish the sentence. Joe Biden is the one who has executive privilege. Correct. Rights right now to decide what's because he's the public. executive. Once you leave right. office, it, it it doesn't survive you getting the office. So, you're out. You're done. You're you lost. Well, you said Go. ten minutes ago, completely should not be disregarded, which is. What are the chances that, that Hannity will pay some kind of price I'd love it. in the end for all this? The answer is nothing. Because Remember, they're not trying to go after Sean Hannity. They're just trying to get to you-know-who. That's all yep. this is about. It's what did he know, when did he know it, and who told him, and, and how much of an orchestrator was he? Because um, you have to go back to your mafia example here to try to figure out what's the culpability of of Donald Trump. Now, you know, they never did convict Don Corleone no. in The Godfather mm-hmm. from anything. They never caught him because he was really good at placing all of those barriers between what was going on in his name and and ultimately what happened, right? Other people did take the fall sometimes. Sean Hannity is Fredo. Sean Hannity's Fredo. You I'm think so? Out there. He's Fredo. You think so? <laughs> That's right. Roger Stone is Sonny. <laughs> I wish you go. I wish you go to a toll booth sometime soon. Yeah, and Sean Hannity is Fredo. He's the dumb one, right? Well, then who's Michael? Who is who is the real heir apparent? It's not Don Jr. He's about us. By the way, we we didn't uh, congratulate him on finally marrying that uh, Kimberly no. Kimberly Guilfoyle. You know, I I, I I understand that if you want to get them a gift, yeah. okay. You know, they they are registered at a uh, big box store. It's called Assholes Are Us. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm not trying to one up you, but I was going to go with cocaine R us, but that, that's fine. <laughs> no, no, I like I like assholes R us. That's, no, that, that's different. Cocaine R us is an online store only. Okay. Yeah. A- assholes R us. Uh, they've got you know 612 um, physical locations around the country, so you can shop in person. Or online at their website, their Omni they, Channel. They've got it all covered. They're for doing some reason, it. they're honeymooning in Colombia. I don't know what. Who's, who knew? 